The teenage years can be tough, especially on those who support and cheer them on. Navigating the complexities of engaging teens in a meaningful way can be tricky these days. If you find yourself nodding in agreement, you are in just the right place. Here, you'll find the tools and resources you need to support the teens in your life as they discover how to embrace their individual skills, talents, and passions to create a life that surpasses their dreams. You'll hear incredible endeavors where communities empower their youth to have a real impact on the world. This is the Changemaker Teens Podcast with your guide, Linda Johnstone, mother, activist, eternal optimist, and founder of the Changemaker Teens Project. She's passionate about helping you support the teens in your life as you work with them to find lives of direction, purpose, and meaning. Here's Linda. Hi, everyone. It's Linda. Welcome to the Changemaker Teens Podcast. I have a question for you. Does anyone understand how you feel right now? In the middle of this scary global pandemic, does anyone really know how afraid you are about keeping your children safe or your older parents? And what about your job? Do you still have one? Or did you get laid off like the other 20 million people this month? Does anyone understand how that makes you feel? It's so easy to say, I understand when you're talking to someone. But when you're the one talking, it's really hard to feel understood. Even if you're talking to someone who's in almost the exact same situation with the kids and the parents and the job loss, she might say that she understands what you're going through, but do you really feel understood? There's a big difference. And I'll get to that in a second. But first, I want to share some more good news that is coming out of this coronavirus pandemic. Sometimes you really have to look pretty hard for the good in a crisis, especially a worldwide disaster. But like Mr. Rogers always said, look for the helpers. There will always be helpers. In all of the bad things that happen in the world, you will always find somebody that's doing good. And sometimes we find them in the strangest places. Of course, there are always the feel-good stories that we almost expect to hear in these situations. Like I saw in the news today that there's a young teenager who's organizing an event to deliver needed supplies to the people in his community. Now, I think that's amazing. The fact that someone so young would take the initiative to help people in need, that really gives me hope for the future. But there's more. Listen to this. In South Africa, a place where gang violence is off the charts, where people are killed for no reason other than they're in the wrong gang, In fact, South Africa makes L.A. look like a playground. Kids there are growing up amidst daily murders, drugs are everywhere, and people don't even dare go out of their houses for fear of looking at someone the wrong way and losing their life because of it. It's a place where professionals have been trying for decades to stop the violence, to get these rival gangs to accept each other as human beings, but with absolutely no luck. In this crazy place, because of this pandemic, These gang members have put down their guns and their weapons, and they've picked up bags of food. They are now working side by side to deliver supplies and food to their neighbors. And you know what they said? They said the people are nice. These people that they've been threatening and scaring and killing, they're actually nice people. And this pandemic has made the gang members realize that. Isn't that incredible? Of course, no one knows how long this truce will last or if they will go back to their old violent ways, but I saw them with my own eyes, and I saw hope. 
I saw them gathered at the food truck, teens wearing different colored t-shirts, standing together, talking, one handing out bags, one taking it for delivery. I saw them at the doorsteps of their neighbors, smiling and talking and people being normal people. And maybe, just maybe, this global crisis will help people understand each other a little better. And if we can figure out how to continue understanding each other, we will definitely come out of this as better people, better families, better communities. But it's going to take work. So let's talk about how to really understand each other. Your teens, your young children, your spouses, coworkers, parents, friends, all of them. Let's go back to what I was talking about in my last episode about listening. I want to show you why listening and understanding are so closely connected. In fact, you can't have one without the other, and it's critical for the parent-teen relationship. But making sure your teen feels understood will do way more than help your relationship, although it will help your relationship. It might also help him or her get through their own difficult times. Knowing that you understand them really might help them take a chance or try something new. If you are fortunate enough to have the ability to make your teen feel understood, you will be the one they come to talk to when they need advice, or even when they just want to talk. Believe me, you want to be that person. So back to the listening skills that we just talked about in my last episode. The ability to listen to understand, or level three listening. Let's go with another example here. Let's use the example of the two friends who are struggling with the same fears around the coronavirus. One of the friends makes the comment, I just found out that I'm being laid off this week. I'm so afraid that I'm going to lose my house. And so here's the level one answer. Oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're saying. My boss says he can't hold on much longer either. And if he lets me go, there's no way I can pay for the house and all my bills. I'm so mad at myself for letting my credit cards get so out of control. Do you see the problem here? By the end of her response, you might not even remember what your initial comment was. Listening to her go on and on about her fears doesn't exactly make you feel understood, does it? So here's level two. Oh no, are you up to date on your payments right now? Do you have anything in the bank that will help in the next few months? You should contact your mortgage company and see what they'll do for you. I hear that there are quite a few programs available for people in your situation. Okay, so that was better, right? At least she kept her response focused on you and your issue, so that helps a little anyway. But let's listen on a deeper level. Let's try to listen to understand. Oh no, that could not have come at a worse time. You must be terrified. Hey, I know how hard you worked to be able to buy that house last year. It's been your dream since I've known you. But you're strong, you're resourceful, you're going to find a way to make it through this. See how much better that was? Now she has hope. She knows that you believe in her. She knows that you understand what she's saying. And that means a lot. Now let's talk about your teenagers. Or your 22-year-old or even your 10-year-old. Whatever. All of your kids. Let's just talk about your kids. They don't tell you things so that you will instantly fix whatever is bothering them. We talked about this last time, too. If they want your advice... They will absolutely ask for it. Hands down, no doubt about it. They will say the words, what should I do? Or what would you do? But if they're not asking you outright, then just shut up and listen. And listen so that you understand. Consider the enormous changes and challenges that young people face every day. 
Teenagers not only want someone to respect and listen to them, but they actually crave the end result of those actions. They crave compassionate understanding. Webster defines the verb understand as to know or grasp the meaning, importance, intention, or motive of. Think of every meaningful conversation you have with your teen as an opportunity to know the importance, intention, or motive of your child. Find out where they're coming from. Jump into that pile of E.T. stuffed animals and look at the situation from their eyes. Keep the cycle of respect and listening between you and your teen going and build on that with a response that allows him or her to feel understood. Even if you are able to use your past experiences as a guide to help you understand your teen, keep it in the background. Focus on your teen. Nobody wants to hear, well, when I was your age, blah, blah, blah. All right, let's say you're having a discussion about grades with your teen, and you're thinking to yourself that you had the same issues and you know what he's going through. Still, be careful how you respond. An appropriate response might be something like, I think I understand what you're going through. It must be tough to be in a class of 30 and be able to stay on task, especially with your ADD. Go ahead and use the term understand directly, but don't make it about you. And speaking of ADD, if your teen is diagnosed with ADD, before you have one more argument about your teen being disorganized and not getting her homework in on time or forgetting important deadlines, read up on ADD. Learn about it. Get a better understanding of how her mind works and why she needs extra help in staying organized and on track. Then, when you say you understand, you really will understand, and you'll be better able to help her instead of getting frustrated and angry. Coming from a place of understanding about what she is going through will help you both tremendously. The same is true if your child is depressed or has anxiety or any other issue that needs special understanding. Do your research, and then let them know that you get it. You get them. And by the way, this also works like a charm if your spouse or your parent or coworker has issues that you may not understand. Read up about it. It's an amazing way to let that person know that you understand and that you care about them. As parents, I think we throw around the phrase, I understand, more than we should. Do we really understand what our teens are telling us? Or are we just trying to move the conversation along? I've said I understand to my teens so many times, but honestly, I have no idea what it's like to be them. I'm not really sure that I do understand what they're trying to tell me. And I certainly don't understand how it feels to be a teen in today's world. It's light years away from what I experienced when I was a teenager. But there are practices we can learn in order to do a better job of understanding our kids, no matter what their age. When we combine respect and listening, especially that level two or three listening, understanding is all but inevitable. The key here is to approach your children from a model of assessment, not diagnosis. If you assume that they're broken, you will not be listening to understand. Instead, you'll be listening to fix what's wrong with them. You will be diagnosing a problem that may or may not even exist. So look at the person, not the behavior. Assess how your teen or your young child is seeing the world. Think about what's important to them. What do they value? How are they hardwired? And don't be surprised if they're wired differently than you. In fact, chances are excellent that they are, and that's okay. 
but it's really important that you acknowledge your differences and allow them to grow and mature in a way that works for them. Teenagers crave compassionate understanding and to be heard. From the parent's perspective, though, understanding should be all about empathy and concern. It's not having all the answers. Again, this is very hard to do because we're hardwired to fix their problems and share how we handled similar situations way back when. But try not to look at your teen's behavior. Instead, look at them as a person. Look at their relationships and how different they are from you. Let's go back and do another example. And let's use uh, homework again since that's such a big issue for most kids. Let's say your teen has a tough time with homework. It's a struggle for her every day, and the two of you fight about it constantly. You insist that she do her homework the moment she gets home because that's how you would do it. You were the kind of student who needed to get a project like homework out of the way immediately, or you would never get to it and it wouldn't get done. But maybe your daughter is not like you. Maybe she's the type of person who needs to unwind when she gets home. Maybe she needs a little downtime to watch TV or hang out with her friends before she sits down to do her homework. So what worked for you will not necessarily work for her. And the only way you'll know what works for her is to talk about it. And yes, really listen to what she's telling you. Try it her way for a while. It's obviously not working your way, so what do you have to lose? Let her set her homework schedule and see if things calm down between the two of you. You need to understand your differences. Remember, you can't make anyone do anything. If you're butting heads with your teen, stop assess, breathe, and then talk to him or her. Use your new listening skills to really hear what they're saying. Decide together if there might be a better way for her to accomplish whatever she's struggling with. Then let her try it that way and watch the magic happen. So I have another question for you. Did you feel understood by adults when you were a teenager? And if so, try to remember what made you feel that way. And if not, Consider going out of your way to make sure that your children feel understood. Share their perspectives without any other obligation. Make a sincere attempt to understand where your teen is coming from. Instead of dwelling on the huge social changes between your youth and theirs, try looking at what you have in common. Think about how you like to be understood and how you know that the other person has really heard what you're trying to say. Then transfer that feeling to your conversations with your teens. To get a little better at this, let's talk about some things you can do at home. Number one, ask. Ask your teen if they feel like you understand them or if they feel heard. You can do this in a general sense or refer to a specific situation. Simply ask during a conversation. Do you think I understand you? If they say no, don't be defensive. Continue the conversation and listen to their answer. Use their insight to do a little better the next time you're faced with a situation that requires your understanding. Check in with your teen often about this. Keep working on it, and you will improve. Another thing you can do is to start using the term, I understand, with your teen and your younger children. Using this language reinforces our desire to understand and shows our teens that we're really trying. Before you say the words, though, put yourself in their shoes and imagine how life must be for them. Try saying the word understand at least once a day for a couple of weeks and see if you really are starting to understand your teenager a little bit more. One word of caution though, just like the word respect, don't overdo this. Don't make it sound like you're not sincere. 
it's really important that you use the words in the most genuine way and when it really is appropriate. Kids will see right through an attempt to be fake. Don't be that person. Be patient, and there will be enough opportunities to show them that you really are trying to understand what's happening in their lives. And finally, break the habit of offering advice or solving a problem when you're talking to your teen. Prepare yourself to listen to understand by taking a deep breath before you speak. This will slow you down and give you time to think before you react. Remind yourself not to jump to conclusions, but instead put yourself in their shoes and really try to understand what it must feel like to be in their situation. And keep practicing. You've got this. So here's a quick reminder of where we are in the progression of the poem, A Message to Parents. So far, we've talked about the first three themes. If you respect me, I will hear you. If you listen to me, I will feel understood. If you understand me, I will feel appreciated. And that leads us to our next episode, which will be about the art of appreciating your teen. And that's a big one. It's often disregarded. Let's talk about it. I'll see you then. You've been listening to the Changemaker Teens podcast with Linda Johnstone. We hope you enjoyed today's show, but more importantly, that you feel inspired and supported to mobilize and ignite a spark in the youth of your community. Please like and subscribe to help others find the podcast too. We want to hear from you. Tell us your story and be part of the community on Facebook and Instagram at Changemaker Teens. To learn more about the Changemaker Teens project or to help youth truly change the world, visit changemakerteens.com. See you next time.